name? The Shocker. The Shocker. Two in the Cooter, one in the Pooter. <laughs> no, two in the pink, one two in the, the stink. one in the stink. Oh my god. Hello and welcome to the latest podcast of Game On, a podcast that centers around gaming and nerd culture from a gay perspective. I'm your host, Mark Waters. Joining me again is Steven Garcia. Hey there. And our third co-host, Adam. Hi, true believers. <laughs> now, normally we start off with talking about what we're playing, but I kind of want to take a digression because we, we had a request to put up an issue on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I posted it. It's about this uh, changing of a costume in a Final Fantasy game. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, maybe we should discuss it because it looks like was the, the well, somebody fill us in on what actually happened. It's a uh, Final Fantasy mobile game for Japan, so we'll probably never see it. Um, but it's the character has these uh, open slits on the side of his outfits, so you could see like his hip line and all this stuff. And it, uh, it's very feminine, but they quote it as it being sexy. Too sexy. Too sexy. Yeah. And so the costume was changed in like a later version of the game. Or I guess like maybe the earlier versions are just previews. And then now like as yeah. more things are coming out. The it costume was... is like all filled in. Yes. Because people supposedly complained that it was quote too sexy. Too sexy. I think those are the wrong choice of words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not sexy. I mean, I can see them <laughs> objecting to the outfit for being not practical i suppose you know like uh-huh. leaving somebody exposed right because they use swords in final fantasy right well yeah but i think part of the the discussion is that so many of the female costumes in final fantasy have been so skimpy right and then but what i what i'm sort of taking away from this whole thing is that there's not really anything that's too sexy about this costume it's very feminine so i'm afraid what the actual argument is is that it's too, too gay, gay. Yeah. yeah but it's also like Again, in Japan, and exactly. like, those things over there aren't as bad as it is over here. Yeah. So it's, I think it's more of a design flaw than anything. Sure. And then also, it's, it's, he has two outfits so far, and one it's like one in armor, and then this is the one where he's out of armor. Mm. So it's so, probably not even the one you can play in the game anyways. It's just like a casual <laughs> yeah. costume. It's probably like a background outfit or That's something. It's just so crazy. I mean, what could people do about this anyway, other than... I mean, raising awareness and mm-hmm. talking about these kinds of issues, you know, the double standard. What's mm-hmm. good for the goose is good for the gander, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, which is why I love the um, the role reversal when people do cosplay. Uh-huh. What's that rule? The it, Hawkeye rule. Rule 69? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it's called. The, the gender bend one? Yeah. I love that because uh, I remember seeing pictures of a, a bearded uh, Scarlet Witch. Uh-huh. I think he called himself the Scarlet Warlock. Yeah. <laughs> you that know? was cool. But... Um, I think those are often really hot. Yeah. And you want to, Adam, you want to dress up like... Oh my God, my dream is... But I would do it in, in full drag. You'd shave? Adam has, oh, a, yeah. Adam has a full beard. I have a, a fantasy about coming to a Comic-Con dressed in full Emma Frost, white queen. <laughs> yeah. <and> glory. Sparkly. <laughs> sparkly or just wearing like a oh, white Oh no, corset? it would be like the 60s with like the fur and the corset and like... Thigh high boots. Oh, and like sort of White like, Queen one? Oh, yeah. The page boy blonde haircut. <laughs> well, it would probably be like a, a little more, um, a little more bouffant hair. You, oh, can't, okay. you can't do drag and have a tiny little bob. Right. <laughs> I always wanted to go with Black Canary. Maybe we should do it. White Queen and Black up. Canary. Because <laughs> I have to lose about 50 pounds yeah. before I dress oh, up as Black Canary. Gosh. You just want to scream at people. <laughs> Get off my foot. Okay, so that's all we pretty much have to say about about that issue. It's, yeah. it's an interesting topic to talk about, but because it's a Japanese mold, mobile game, yeah, there isn't much we can do yeah. about. It. And plus, like, there's like a whole bunch of like crazy Japanese games that are way gayer than this. Fuck yeah! So maybe they really did yeah. change it for a legitimate reason. Yeah, and it's also it's a mobile game, so the character probably has a shitload of different outfits, and it's okay. just one of them. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe they'll change their yeah. minds and well, make this. Those outfits, both of them might even be in the game as separate items. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And one of the things that the article said was that the the developers at Square basically said that they were listening to fan feedback as far as like how they're continuing to develop the game because I don't think the game has even been released at this no. point. So I wonder if they if they've noticed if there's been any uproar about this. Well, we got news over here, and it, we haven't even yeah. heard about when it's coming out. But I think the petition just like worded it funny, like it, like they were going for it to be more sexy. Yeah. But oh, but 
maybe a gay character, but that was like at the very end yeah. of it. I was like the focus should have been like let's try to get gay, gay character. Right, gay or characters gay are or fine. Bi or whatever. Yeah, let's give people options. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but they were like, well, let's make it about his office. Like, no, we want to. Okay. Change the focus of it. <laughs> so, now we can start the usual program. So let's talk about what we're playing. Steven, what are you playing right now? Oh gosh, I'm still playing Lego Marvel. Yay, and we're going to take forever to get to that Disney game. Infinity. <laughs> and uh, I'm replaying Mortal Kombat 9 story mode to get ready for the new Mortal Kombat. Is that the one that's just called Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I have that one. Yeah. I should play. The story mode is pretty awesome. Yeah, I played about like a quarter of the way through the story <laughs> it's mode. It's long. That's what I enjoy about the fighting games, like the the DC one. Mm-hmm. I only played through the um, the storyline, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it. But once it actually got to the, you know, having to remember combos and stuff like that, and it's like, <laughs> that's just not my cup of tea. So, But it's cool that they threw in a story to bring you in because you're not into fighting games. Mm. Yeah. Well, doesn't the story mode in that game sort of encompass, like, the first... Three. Uh, yeah, like, the first Mortal Kombat 1 through 3. It's three, but then uh, it's... Things are changed differently, so like people change throughout the game. So it's a Mortal Kombat reboot of yeah, the first three. Basically, it's uh, a, it was an interesting way to reboot this, the the series. Well, and even the new one, judging by what I've seen on on that the Rad Brad has been playing on YouTube, I think he's a straight guy, but I must be in love with him. Um, <laughs> the way I talk about it, he uh, so he played it, and it's I watched you know just the storyline. There's a lot more about gods in it than I thought. Not just Raiden. Yeah, Raiden's like one of the gods, but he's. It's a tournament. I don't know. The story seems so complicated. I was like, what? Am I supposed to care about this part? Basically, all you need to know is that it's like a tournament for the death and the light against the dark. Right. Basically, if Earth loses 10 times, like we get taken over and we won on the 10th one. Oh, so this is one more. Yeah. Oh, shit. And so, and then after that, after we won the one that, like, stopped them all, uh-huh. like, everything went to shit. Like, everything went crazy. So, oh, this boy. is all, now, to start the next story, it's what happened at the end of that, and then it jumps 25 years later. 25? So, now you play as some of the kids of the oh, main characters. Right. You mentioned that last time. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Adam, what are you playing? Um, I finally finished Deadpool, which Yay! Steve let me borrow. It was fun. Um... By the last level, I was almost ready to throw my controller because there were so many waves of enemies. Oh, <laughs> oh I never told you the glitch. <laughs> oh, but, I, but you know, I figured out in the last final battle, you fight a whole bunch of different Sinisters, Mr. Sinister. And wow. I figured out, like, because I kept dying, um, but if you, if, if you kill a bunch of them and you get all the experience and you get tons of experience... Then you can go and like buy the upgrades, and it will like save your upgrades. So then, when you die, you and your experience starts over. You still have those upgrades. Ah. So I like got of all glitch? of my upgrades like in the final mm-hmm. battle. Mm-hmm. So then, once I like did all that, I was able to like kick his ass so fast. It was. It was What's the cool. glitch? The glitch is like pretty much you start like a melee combo, uh-huh. and then halfway through your combo, you just switch to guns and just keep on using guns and uh-huh. then start shooting in different directions. Oh, but nice. those gun bullets become like crazy powerful and you could like kill everyone really fast i noticed that too when i did combos when i had my shotguns drawn like i could kill the sinisters in like two hits yeah and it builds up your your super bars like super fast yeah. so you could just keep on doing supers after super awesome and then you know I, i'm sorry i have three games actually that i played because i wanted there's two well you are really making up for lost time i am so the the second <laughs> one i want to mention is final fantasy record keeper what's that it's an ios game So you can download it on your iPhone or I'm I'm assuming it might be out on Android too, Um, but I've been playing it on my iPad. There he goes. He's looking. And it's a, (laughs) um, you can play like mini versions of all the old Final Fantasy games. And like, as you play through different, you know, they'll have like a door and it'll be like four. And then you can play through like, you know, one mini version of like each level of the main levels of like Final oh. Fantasy IV, and like as you play through these things, you can unlock the different Final Fantasy characters. I wonder if that's something that I should play to get prepared for a Final Fantasy discussion. Yeah, since yeah I know absolutely. so little of it, and it's it's like sixteen bit graphics, so you know it's, <laughs> it's it looks like a lot of the old school nineties Final Fantasies. Um, there's so many unlockables, of course, because there's so many characters and so many weapons and everything. Is it free or do you have to pay for it? It's free. Um, of is course, it a like, premium game? You know, and like you have to, in order to enter a battle, you have to use stamina. So you only have a certain stamina that that oh, fills over time. So it's one of those like after you do, 
do so many, too many battles, mm-hmm. then it's you can't play until your right. stamina builds back up. Well, that's good. Up. That's a good you know stop on. Okay. But it's but it's the old school like turn based format. So if you're new to Final Fantasy, I definitely recommend it because it can kind of get you into like what the gameplay is really about. What's the Final Fantasy one where it's you play it kind of like rock rock uh, rock band? So you play through all the Final oh, Fantasy songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. But they're all like chibi and cute, but it's like every Final Fantasy character. Right, yeah. I never played that one, but I it's, heard about it's that It's coming one. out soon. I forgot what it's called. How funny. It looks pretty cute. And then the last game I played was actually one of the free um, PS Plus games for PS3, which is Papo and Yo, which I don't know if you guys have heard of this one. It was an independent game that came out a couple years ago, and it's about a boy from Brazil who um it's basically like a metaphor for his father being an alcoholic so there's this big monster who's basically the representation of his father he the boy sort of gets sucked into this like imagination world which Mm -hmm. is sort of like a Brazilian village and he has to sort of help the monster like get from place to place but if the monster ever like eats a frog then he turns into this like raging thing that will like hurt anything so oh. the, the whole storyline is sort of like a symbolism of this boy dealing with like his father's failures and alcoholism and it's very interesting in the magical land of brazil yeah, yeah. um brazil. it's very short i played it in like one afternoon so nice. if anyone wants to check it out i definitely recommend it sounds like it was worth it for free yeah i almost signed on for ps plus because they have the sherlock holmes game that you can download oh nice mm-hmm. and you know I, it's hard for me to resist a mystery game uh-huh. but i I did. And they have uh, the show Powers right now, which Ooh. is really good. Shit. I guess I should sign up. Did you watch it? it? Yeah. Oh, I haven't I, watched it it's yet. It's pretty good. The The effects budgets is kind of cheesy, but the actual story is really good. Cool. Oh, the source material, the comic book that it's based on is awesome. Yeah. And, and it's sh- about the death of one of the heroes, right? Kind of. Oh. And Charlie Del Copley is a great actor. Which From District 9. Oh, the guy? Is that yeah. his name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was also Murdoch in... Right, movie. he's and he's a bad guy in Chappie. Oh no, he's oh, the yeah. voice of Chappie, I think. Oh, that could be because he does. He's done the. Other he's a bad guy in Elysium, that right. Matt Damon uh, movie, yeah. and uh, and he's also the bad guy in um, Melissa Fent, which most of our gay listeners have probably listened to watch. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was the king, <laughs> male efficient. All right, now. <laughs> So the last podcast, Adam admitted that he hadn't played too much. He had a good reason for it. Mm-hmm. I haven't played a lot. I also have a good reason for it. But to explain to any of the listeners who don't know us personally, Adam and I are both um, singers. And we sing for a lot of churches and have various groups in the L.A. area that we sing with. And so it just happened that the last couple weeks have been very busy with rehearsals. We had Easter. Easter yeah. And... Um, uh, an Easter walk here in Long Beach, the WonderCon in Anaheim. Yes. Which um, had no DC or Marvel presence. It was hmm. really surprising, but also somewhat freeing because it allowed the smaller publishers to really shine, I think. So yeah. I didn't miss them necessarily. I-, I wanted to ask you guys if there had been any news or anything worth mentioning from WonderCon. No. Margot Kidder told a couple of great stories in the uh, Superman Richard Donner um mm-hmm. Return as much as everybody loved him, Christopher Reeves sounded like a pain in the ass to work with oh, really? because he's so exacting and he needed mm. he needed such specific direction. I could have seen a panel with just Margot Kidder talking. Awesome. Because her direction, she said the greatest thing that Richard Donner did was that he could direct each act. Have you Stephen, have you seen Superman? Yes. The first one? Yes. The very, very first one? Can I think I was like mind? five when they... Just oh, kidding. It's so <laughs> anyway, youngin. I'm kidding. Um, I could have seen a panel with just Margot Kidder. Awesome. She, she, when she was directed, she was... Richard Donner told her, just do what you want to do. Because she had such great energy and she was really such great casting as the embodiment of Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. But with... Clark, with um, Christopher Reeve as Clark Kent Superman, he had to be told why a fork was placed in a particular spot or how he should pick it up and all this stuff. It's oh my like, goodness. Oh, but um, she told, she said that when he had his accident that broke his neck, uh-huh. 
she said that he grew so much as a person hmm. and she felt so close to him that she actually felt like she could say to him, I think this accident was the best thing that ever happened to you. How interesting. Because of how you've grown as a person. And wow. he, she said he agreed with her. Wow. So what a pain in the ass he must have been before hmm. that. Wow. Hot. A hot pain yeah. in the ass. but A wonderful Superman. Yeah. So that so, was a Saturday of WonderCon, right? Yes. Okay. And I'm so I'm deflecting. Sorry. <laughs> So I haven't played any games, but I do have to admit mm-hmm. that I did download again Marvel Puzzle Quest. Oh, no. I got curious. I found that I had some room on my phone and just wanted to check in. And so <laughs> I have friends that I, that people that play that I'm friends with on Facebook. And every once in a while on Facebook, I'd get a notification saying, oh, Derek sent you a, you know, a character, not a character, but like a token to get a character. So when I when I downloaded the game again and logged in through Facebook, everything that I had missed for the last seven months started flooding in. Oh God! I I got to play updates and requests. I got to play maybe one actual game because I (laughs) I got like twenty five character tokens, um, which are two good characters. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got a bunch of the the purple crystals that you use to level up. I was mm-hmm. able to level up my Dakin, three star character several times. The shirtless one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he's a little more powerful than the one that actually looks like Wolverine. Yeah, I don't and like by him. and by, love him. He's by, he's he's cool. by Furious. Oh. <laughs> so that's kind of what I've been doing instead, playing my mobile games, uh-huh. my shitter games. Yep. Uh, Family Guy is featuring uh, Star Trek Next Generation right now, Fine. and so I'm trying busily trying to get um, Deanna Troy at this point. I'm actually behind because I had to delete the game, mm-hmm. and in order to get back to the point in the game where you left off, mm-hmm. you actually have to play the game. Starting all over again because it doesn't let it doesn't automatically let you reconnect with Facebook. You have to wait until that part in the game where it says, "Hey, you can connect on Facebook." Oh, that's lame. Yeah, it was, and I'm like, I have to get Bonnie all over again. I have to do all these things that I already did, and it's it was so frustrating. But now that I know, now that I know, if I ever lose it again, I'll I'll be patient. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, that reminds me. Speaking of shitters, yes. So Adam and I both feel very badly that we you had a birthday recently. Yes. And we were not able to come. That's okay. Well, he lives in LA. So that's your that's a good yeah. excuse generally. It was a school night too. Right. Mm-hmm. And I I really did not feel good that night. I was like I need to go to bed. So we bought you Oh yeah! We bought you a gift. Did you see that sitting on the table? Did you think that was for you? I didn't even see it. Ah! (laughs) Mission accomplished. Ah, Loki. Do you still not have Loki? I still don't have Loki. Yay! Yay! I was going to actually buy him at the mall today. And well, we went out um, last (laughs) weekend. So this is Loki from the Disney Infinity 2.0. Yeah, Marvel Disney Infinity Wars. Yes, and so we went to we went out game shopping. And I got that that Lost Souls the uh, or the uh-huh. I think the the one where you're the detective that's been shot and you have to solve your own murder. Are you gonna um, open him now? Yes. Open him now. Do it. It's just like fucking Christmas. <laughs> oh, yes. So when we were out at Target, he was like, "Maybe I'll buy Loki," and I was like, "No, don't buy Loki." <laughs> I thought that was kind of odd. I'm like, "Why? What, what? do you, what what do do you against, care? I'm like, what do you have against Loki? What the fuck do you care if I buy anybody? It's because I knew." Fun. So this thing has like a little chip in it that like yeah it's has in the, the game it's in, in his bottom hole does it include what, so it's in his bottom wait, hole wait, it includes I something see. here that's his uh, oh it's character card when you you can play it on uh, iPad or whatever or online oh really and you just type in the codes you can unlock Loki <gasps> and do you wow. do that I don't have an iPad you don't have an iPad I know right yikes well I don't think we'll ever get hey, to that can... point in our friendship <laughs> <laughs> hey listeners you want to <laughs> donate to my iPad hell phone? no. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to start a GoFundMe for your fucking iPad, <laughs> please. I need it for work. <laughs> Actually, that's probably true. I really do. So the thing that I love about this game the most step, step. is that I love that they so they they're, they're, they look like figurines. They're totally collectible figurines that have chips in them. And there's a platform that you buy, and you have to buy the platform according to what system you have. If you have a PS3 or if you have a PS4, mm-hmm. they have various starter packs. <laughs> well, you are excited. <laughs> um, he, he keeps making them fly around. <laughs> um, so you can get various starter packs, like, um, what is it? 
Black Widow and Thor and Iron Man. Iron Man together in one. And that comes with like the Avengers game and then two mini games. Because in the platform, you, there's a little hexagon shaped thing uh-huh. and you place things on that. And that uh, that's what the games are. Oh, okay. So how do you get new games? You have to uh, buy new. They come either with uh, when you buy those sets. Uh-huh. Like there's like a Spider Man set that comes with Spider Man Nova and that comes with the Spider Man game. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can't always mix the characters. Like a lot of the Avengers characters don't play in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. Oh, and they even have... And you can't have, like, Elsa in the Avengers. No. no. <laughs> they have a Dis- They have what's called the Disney toy box, right? Yeah, you can mix anyone in the Disney toy box. Right. So Avengers... Uh, so you can do... Oh my god, I didn't yeah. know there were so many. They're all in oh, the back. Oh, there's tons. But there are some characters, like some of the larger ones, like Venom, mm-hmm. you can play in both the Avengers... No, no, or is it toy box? Well, the toy box you can play with anyone. But in the Avengers ones, there's, there's like, two that you can unlock from other Marvel things. Like, two characters? Have, yeah, you have to like find like character coins in the game. Oh. So like it'll let you play as like Hulk in the Spider Man game. Yes. Well um, it does say that on the Hulk package that he can show up in the Spider Man game. Yeah. And like Nova could show up in the Avengers and Rocket could show up in something else. Well I there's played Gamora. It. Yeah, and there's yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy set right. with Iron Man could go on that one. Oh, he can. Yeah. I like that little bit of crossover there. Mm-hmm. So when I played a little bit of this at, in uh, Toys R Us when I bought it as a gift for another friend of ours. Mm-hmm. It was fun, but it seemed really simple. Is this like a primer for kids to get them into video gaming, do you think? Or what's the deal? You know what? It It's like a, a little bit more complicated than the Lego games. It's like almost the same kind of humor. Hmm. Um, but That's shorter? <laughs> but the... Yeah, actually, yeah, a lot shorter. But uh, the characters themselves, you could level them up and like you could gain more powers. Oh, uh, so they they all have a skill tree that you have to unlock powers for, so they could go up to like level twenty. So is Loki the villain of the game that you can now play? Who's the villain of the game? He's the villain of the Avengers one, mm-hmm. but uh, now you could play him in the story mode. So you could pretty much have Loki versus Loki. Loki versus. So Loki. it's the same game you just play with different characters and different abilities. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Like Falcon and Loki are part of the Avengers set, and I got Falcon. Last week or two weeks ago. Yes, and with the uh, when we were out shopping, he got a uh, so they had that you can place discs in with the characters with the games, mm-hmm. and so you got an additional costume for Falcon. Yeah, it's the the Winter Soldier outfit from oh cool for Falcon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, Miss Marvel as a team up character, so she comes in and helps you out. Oh, right, fine. so they're like they're like power ups. Uh-huh. Um, the one that I bought for our friend was a Bucky. No, I got him Captain Marvel. Uh, I'm sorry, Captain America. I uh-huh. bought him the Captain America figure because he had a Bucky power-up that you, Stephen, gave him. Oh, Charlie? Uh-huh. Hi, Charlie! <laughs> and so, I don't think he listens on a regular basis to our podcast. I think he's, he's not as, as much of a gamer as even I am. I was so. kind of like his drug pressure for Disney Infinity. He's like, you should get this figure. <laughs> this one would be better for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, and you helped him out. You gave him some extra stuff. Yeah. That's what being a gamer is all about. Totally. I love being able, especially like the three of us, I love being able to share games between us. And yes. Like get new recommendations and try new stuff. That's why we do it. Well, shoot. You can pass all your old games down to me. I'm I so fucking far lots. behind. <laughs> so, you know, I really want to continue talking about, there's so much Marvel news that's yeah. come up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this, this, uh, f- yesterday... The yeah. show we've all been waiting for, the Daredevil, Daredevil. series started, and, and it's good, fucking amazing. <laughs> it's good. I was really, I was actually surprised. I mean, I'd heard that it was good. Yeah, I watched only the first episode last night, so don't spoil anything after the first episode. Well, what but... I will say is that I've watched the first three, mm-hmm. and the fight scenes. Yeah. Are incredible. That's the first thing I sort of realized as soon as they started doing it. There hasn't really been a Marvel of this Marvel Cinematic Universe, any of the movies or any of the shows so far, that's really been like a kung fu genre. There's a movie called um, Old Boy uh-huh. that Josh Brolin just isn't, did a remake. Isn't but... that what The Departed is based on? No. Old Boy is based on it. <laughs> isn't there, it's isn't a very it a Korean specific... film? It may be based on another Korean film, mm-hmm. but the even the original Old Boy has a guy that's been a, held a prisoner for like 15 years. Okay. He has a daughter who's all grown up, and uh-huh. it's, it's a pretty twisted story. But what's really memorable about the movie are these 
extended fight scenes where in there he's in one corridor and you just it's you know it's a continuous shot of him fighting a bunch of guys down the corridor mm-hmm. and that's what these fights in Daredevil remind me of at the end of the second episode he's in a, a Russian compound we'll just mm-hmm. say that I hope it's not too spoilery for you and he is fighting like eight or nine Russian guys and they don't even go into the rooms they mm-hmm. stay out in the hallway wow and guys get up hmm. and you know it's not like they go down and they're down right. for the count they actually get back up and he has to and he gets tired and has to take a break but then all of a sudden he's back up and it's fucking incredible cool fuck them uh. he did <laughs> and i actually had to watch the cuz i i watched them when i'm at work because i can my job is such that i can work and watch stuff mm-hmm. at the same time yeah um a lot of my co- I probably shouldn't admit that. <laughs> anyway. My job um, too. Yeah, yeah. So, but I could tell by the way this was filmed that I actually rewound it and just watched it to uh-huh. pay attention. The yeah. choreography is incredible. And so fast. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that scene particularly, mm-hmm. I was all like, that was all one shot. Yeah. Holy fuck. And he's tight. Yeah. He looks, yeah. he's fucking hot. My brother, my brother, first thing he asked me though is, how often does he lose his accent? Because he's not, he's British, I think, right? Uh, or is maybe. he Australian? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. So he's, you know, he has to put on an American accent, but, you know, can't you forgive a guy? Not everybody can do accents. Well, yeah. You know. Well, I, I guess for somebody who grew up in Hell's Kitchen, it's not that much New York, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I couldn't tell that he was British at all, so. And I didn't, if he did any kind of a slip up, I didn't really give a yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm you on know? episode seven. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah. Wow. And I, and I was a... Uh, True Blood fan, so I love seeing Deborah Ann Wall as yes. um, Karen, oh, Karen, Page. Karen Page. She, I thought she had a really great performance in the first episode mm-hmm. so far. I, she's doing a great job. She's really good so far. And you said that Karen Page is in the original Iron Man movie, but she got no. Of, oh, the original Daredevil, Daredevil movie in two thousand three. Yeah. Apparently, I was reading an article that was sort of comparing the the two thousand three movie with Ben Affleck to the new series, and there and Ellen Pompeo, who plays <laughs> Meredith Grey on Grey's Anatomy, was Karen Page in the original movie. But I guess her part got cut. Snip, snip. So I, you can you can get a director's cut of the movie, which is like thirty minutes longer, and I guess that has more of it. And there's oh. and, it, and it focuses more on like a, a case that they as lawyers are working on. I heard the director's cut is better anyway. Probably. Oh. But yeah, Ellen. Uh, in the director's cut, the apparently the whole, that whole part got cut out, and only Jennifer Garner was. In the final film, which I thought she was the best part of the movie, yeah, when it came out. Anyway, yeah, but Electra, even Electra, wasn't a great. Electra was a terrible movie, and that was even based on a graphic novel. Yeah, and and it that Electra was on par with Catwoman. Oh, terribleness! Horrible. I don't want to bring up Catwoman. We we can't even talk. We're talking about Marvel. We can't go there. That never even happened. (laughs) Well, Marvel has a long history. A, a much longer history than DC does about putting out video games. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is, is that not all of Marvel's games were very good, were no, they? No, that's, uh, <laughs> that's true. I actually have a list of that I just found on Wikipedia of all the games that Marvel put out. I, of course, am not going to go through and just tell you them one by one, but mm-hmm. it, the first Marvel game looks like it was a Spider-Man game in 1982 for the Atari 2600. I remember that game. Never played it. So yeah, they've uh, been putting out video games all the way since then. The, one of the first games I thought was funny was a Howard the Duck game in 1986. Oh, Commodore 64. <laughs> yeah, and it must have been a movie tie-in. Probably. Those these movie tie-in games are not great. Hardly ever. Yeah. Although one of them, well, you know, Marvel's gotten some flack for the more recent. Movie times like the Iron Man game and the Thor game, and the Captain America and the Captain America game. game, which I guess were all terrible. I didn't play any of them. It was not that bad. Captain America, yeah, but I heard the Iron Man one was particularly that was bad. terrible. I, Why was it so bad? I played it. Uh, I had it on PS PSP, oh. and I was like, I was like, oh, it's probably bad because it's PSP game, whatever. Then I played the regular one. I was like, it's the same game. Oh my god, this is horrible. <laughs> oh. But one of the good games that was based off a movie, they the Spider-Man games that came out with the original Tobey Maguire films, mm. the Spider-Man 2 game is uh, generally considered one of the best Spider-Man games. Uh, it follows loosely the plot of the second Spider-Man movie, which is 
probably the best Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, but there's also, they add a lot more comic book villains that you meet up with. That's really fun. Like, I think there's the Shocker and Rhino and the Shocker. The Shocker. Two of the Cooter, one of the Bitter. <laughs> no, two in the pink, one two in the, the pink, stink. one in the stink. Oh, my God. Uh, I think that's what the straight guys say. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> well, the Spider-Man games always been, like, you know that those games are always fun. Yeah, they've, they've really sort of managed to... To perfect the Spider-Man mechanics, as far as like the web slinging through the cities yeah. over the course of all the different Spider-Man games, and the sort of fast-paced fighting, no, no Marvel game has ever come close to the smoothness of the fight mechanics that the Arkham games have. Well, I wonder if it's because I wonder if the the reason why the Spider-Man games are so much better is because Sony actually makes them. Sony had the the you know, the Spider-Man license to make the movies. Mm-hmm. And of course they're, you know, because it has its own gaming system, their their yeah. video gaming would be better than just regular old Marvel who has to farm that work out. Yeah, you know, I'm looking through the list of the games and it looks like Marvel's had a long-standing partnership with Activision that's developed most of their games. Yeah. yeah well. um, Activision did a lot of those Spider-Man games. Yeah, and they did oh, the they Spider-Man did. ones. And look, oh. and, um, they're just released by Sony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. What was the X Men game for? Um, for PlayStation, which one? There was, there was a, more than one. There was an, the X Men Legends games. There were two of them that came out for like the PS2 era. Those were fun. They were actually really good. That's what led up to Marvel Alliance. Yeah, they were the oh. same sort of mechanics yeah. as the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series. Yeah, which, no, I'm talking like older than that, like, like Nintendo. Oh, well, you know, there was there was a couple ones, but I know the. Oh. The X Men Spider Man team up? No, I just remember not being able to tell who what character was what. Oh gosh, was it X Men Children of the Atom from nineteen ninety four? That was a fighting no. game. No, with go back to the guest 80s. starring Street Fighters Akuma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was there something in the eighties? The eighties? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, an old like that old. Yeah, there's X Men Madness oh, the... in the World, the Uncanny X Men on NES, the X X Men Two Fall of the Mutants, X Men no. Arcade. No. I must be crazy. Spider-Man like, and the X-Men and Arcade's Revenge. There was X-Men in 1992. That could be it. Uh, PlayStation Network, Xbox Live. Um, <laughs> there were some Sega games for I just X-Men. remember it sucking. I never could figure out... I remember specifically listening to B-52's Cosmic Thing <laughs> album and going, how do I play this? What is this? <laughs> Did you ever play uh, X-Men, uh, the, like Next Dimension, I think that's what it was called? It was like their fighting game. No, Mm-mm. but it was it was all like three D. It was kind of cool, but like the loading. Took oh yeah, X Men Next Dimension, two thousand two. Here it wow. is. I had PlayStation that two. Two. It was pretty cool. They're, they had both Psylocks. Oh, ooh. And they had Phoenix and Dark Phoenix. If they do Psylocke in one of the movies, the next one. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've already cast an Asian woman, right? I think they cast it. They're, or they're casting her. I haven't heard about Psylocke. I know that that she's in the. They're casting for yeah, her. Yeah, but the thing is, because of her convoluted story she mm-hmm. starts out as a white british woman with purple hair yeah well i'm okay with purple hair but the hand of this assassination organization a bunch of ninjas capture her and mm-hmm. they turn her into one of them which includes making her an asian well she actually body swaps with a character called Quanin, oh. who so they basically switch bodies and then her old body is killed with Quanin inside her, so she's stuck in the Asian body, which oh, is why... So they, oh, so they didn't change Betsy Braddock's body. They mind-swapped her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So the the current Psylocke with the Asian body, mm. that's Betsy Braddock, the English white woman, right. but she's been trapped in this ninja Asian body for years now. That's interesting, though, and, that why would her mutant power... Transfer well, over she, her mutant her power is only that she's a psychic, she has telepathy, and then now, but that's not biologically based at all. Like, what do you mean? well, they didn't give her a brain transplant, they just transplanted no. personalities. Yeah, it was a total, like, weird magic, uh, ninja magic. Thing. Oh, <laughs> um, mutants, yeah, right, yeah. Um, but I think they 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 sort of did it because they wanted a little bit more diversity. I think Chris Claremont was behind that at the time. It happened right after the Australian Outback. Uh, section of the X-Men 
God, now I'm like totally nerding out on the accent history. Let's do it. She went through the Siege Perilous and and came out like an Asian woman, but apparently the Siege Perilous was not actually what switched their bodies. It was done by the hand, as you Uh, said. Oh, I'm bored. I know, totally. (laughs) But currently, well, you know, and they brought back um, her body in a, I want to say about five years ago. In a series where there was the Sisterhood of Evil Mutants. That was actually a cool series. It was actually a cool arc. And it had like Spiral and uh, Maddie Pryor Mm. and and then Quanin in Betsy's old body. They sort of like resurrected her. But then of course it died again. So she's still stuck in the Asian body but it was cool because mm-hmm. like she t- she took her old body to japan mm-hmm. and she gave like a proper funeral but there's mm-hmm. like this whole like ninja attack and then she w- she went all kill bill mm-hmm. <laughs> just like that attack in world of warcraft attack in- yeah you can see the video online sorry i picked a candy just at this time, <laughs> just the time to... you're gonna talk so there was a guy on world of warcraft who had it was very popular. He was a high-level character in the guild or whatever. Uh-huh. And so his guild members tried to strike a deal with the guild that they fought against to say, we're going to have a funeral for him. If you want to show up and be respectful, you know, feel free to do so. But we're calling a moratorium on any fighting so we can have this. Uh-huh. And the other guild said, okay. <laughs> Crossing their fingers. Right. Circle, circle, dot, dot. And so you can see it. <laughs> You can see it from the, the the other guild's point of view, but they they found the spot where they were holding the funeral uh-huh. and fucking attacked the other guild. While they were, it was like, you fucking dicks! Oh, funny. You bastards. <laughs> they, deserved, they deserved it. They did. <laughs> but there is one Spider-Man game I do want to mention. I, I wouldn't call it the best of the Spider-Man games, but it was, it was really cool. It was, it's Spider-Man... Um, Shattered Dimensions, which came mm-hmm. out in the last generation for PS3, Xbox 360. Uh, this game allowed you to play as one, uh, four different versions of Spider-Man. So you could play as the Spider-Man 2099, mm. uh, which could fly, and you know this is all in the future. <clears throat> There's the Spider-Man, Spider-Man from like the normal universe, the regular Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. There was yeah, there was the like I think the Ultimate Spider-Man was mm-hmm. the other one who was more. Y- younger and voiced by neil patrick harris oh yes and then which my favorite one in the game was the spider-man noir that one was cool it's such a different art style too yeah it was such a different art style sounds like a detective thing Mm -hmm. yeah exactly there was a detective there was a spider-man noir comic series there was yeah and uh you know i don't know if it actually takes place in like the 1940s but Mm -hmm. it's that's the sort of art style that it's in i Hmm. think there's an x-men one too yeah Cool. And so he doesn't have the same powers as Spider-Man, and it's not Peter Parker, but, um, you know, it's a lot of, it was sort of like sepia, black and white, sort of toned, mm-hmm. and, uh, like, he could, like, hide in the shadows, and I found that of all the ones, that Spider-Man Noir was the one that I had the most fun playing, and I wanted to, I would, like, almost play a full game of Spider-Man Noir. It was almost like he was more like Batman in that one. Kinda, yeah, kinda. It was, it, you're right, it was similar it was to, like, the Arkham. Bruce Tim 50 style. Yeah, and, like, hiding in the shadows and doing stealth attacks instead of just, like, brawling like Spider-Man, you know. It, it was pretty cool. Well, that might be where, was that on PS3? It was. Yeah, I wish yeah. They, they would redo, they would do another one. They made a sequel to it, which was just Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2099. Uh-huh. Uh, but I want them to do another one where they go back to Ultimates, but it's Miles Morales Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be oh. cool. That would be cool. Do you have an Ultimate uh, Marvel game that you want to see, Adam? Well, yes. Oh. So I have... Okay, there's been some good X-Men games over the years. My number one Marvel property... I'm a Marvel guy through yes. and through. My number one mar- favorite Marvel thing, the thing that got me into all this nerd culture was the X-Men from the cartoon that came out in the early 90s. Um, but there hasn't really been a great X-Men video game out there. X- the X-Men Legends games that we mentioned were kind of fun. They were sort of role-playing. You could have four characters and switch between the four at a time. And then the Ultimate Alliance game that included the bigger Marvel Universe sort of took that same sort of format. But I would love an X-Men role-playing game that's more of the Final Fantasy turn-based system. <laughs> And I've, like, had this in my brain for years. I want the original, like, 
the level where you come in and learn the game, the tutorial level, to be the five original X-Men in, like, one of their original, you know, battles. And what I would love it to be would be sort of like a, like an X-Men legacy type of game where you get to play as different lineups of, you know, there's been so many iconic lineups of the team through the years where you can, you know, then maybe the next phase as you play is the international team with Storm and Nightcrawler and Colossus and then the next version is the the Australian Outback team with Psylocke and Dazzler, Dazzler and Longshot <laughs> yeah. yeah maybe it'll be- and then it's the 90s Jim Lee you know the blue team versus gold team and you know like I, there's so many like awesome lineups that I think you could do in a in a in a game that's more story driven and like the the 90s uh, Final Fantasy games where you have this squad and especially what I was thinking would be really cool, like with Final Fantasy X, where you can swap your characters out mid-battle. Mm-hmm. So you might have like eight or nine characters, but you can only have three in battle at once. But if mm. you can swap them in and out, you can play all of your characters in one battle. Well, they certainly have enough. Yeah, for sure. And of course, I would love to see like, you know, the new mutants and all that kind of stuff incorporated, but then that... Might become too many characters, but my dream but is it's, an X Men RPG. Yeah, but it'll, it'll be an RPG, so it could go on for like a really long time. Yeah, and you could do sequels into like how oh, like many days. Oh my god, or do it like like Kingdom Hearts, where you go to different worlds, and then that depending on which world you're at, it depends on what team you have. Mojo World and uh, Ultimate World, and, yeah. yeah, Murder, Age of World. Apocalypse. Oh, they could do that now since like it's like Marvel DC mm-hmm. or Marvel Disney. Yeah, yeah, they certainly Square. could. I, I, yeah, so if if Square and Marvel is listening, <laughs> make an X-Men RPG. I'd love to see a game based on 1402. Yeah. That was the, that'd be cool. That was the Marvel set back in 1402, back in mm. the Middle Ages, I guess. 1602. Oh, 1602. Yep. <clears throat> see, I always get this shit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the one written by... Um, Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman, yeah. exactly. And I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean... To have those characters set back in sort of like a more of a sword and sorcery mm-hmm. world, you know, I think that would be really interesting. It could appeal to the uh, the comic book collectors and also to the, um, you know, world of Mordor, you yeah. know, the Hobbit players. You yeah, know, those... a little bit of fantasy. Doctor Strange was the main character in the right. 1602. So you well, and so was Peter, and... Peter Parker. He was <laughs> like a surf. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Peter. Oh. Yeah. And I love that Captain America was like a... A blonde Native American. <laughs> really? Oh, right. That's he, had, he had braids. He, I think he was a really a Caucasian, but was raised by Native Americans. That's kind of that hot. Yeah. That's hot. That's bad. So, okay. So we can't talk about Marvel without talking about the hottest Marvel guys. Oh, my God. Opinion. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Stephen, you always have a very interesting list, so I want to hear what you have to okay. say. How many are we doing? Five. <laughs> Can you limit yourself to five? Twenty. Just kidding. <laughs> Twenty-five. Just the five you want to bone the most. Most of them are X-Men too. Yeah. <laughs> well, so there's my one adventure is Captain America. I'm in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then we'll go to the expansion, and we'll take a visit to Iceman's room. Of course. Ice Bobby. Room. And if Havoc's around, Havoc's room. Ooh, Alex. <laughs> but like the 90s Alex. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the X Factor one. Make sure he has that dumb headrest on top of his head with like the three giant things. No, I hate that one. <laughs> I like the one where it's like the blue. Okay, what's, mask. Just, what's your list? So, where are we at? Yeah, I don't know. What three. did you name any? Three. Mm-hmm. So, You've been naming a whole bunch Captain America, Havoc, Iceman, uh, Maybe even Deadpool before the accident. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw a um, a picture on um, Facebook of Iceman all iced up, like f- fucking a... a guy. Ow! And getting stuck. That's like a devil dick. Well, that no. Well, but like if you had like a, basically a popsicle for a penis, I wonder what that would feel like. <laughs> you know, yeah, getting fucked by a bomb pop. Would it be so hard it was unpleasurable? Would it numb you to the point where you couldn't feel it? Wouldn't it be like where you stick your tongue to a flight pole and it gets stuck? It could like be. your dick would get stuck inside somebody's ass because like the juices would freeze. Oh, I don't think they were thinking. It is a Ooh. hot concept, but I don't think they were. Thinking, I don't think they were thinking that one through. Oh my gosh! Right, and so those are my last two. Uh, in their college years, <laughs> I would like a threesome with Wicked Hulkling. 
Yeah, okay. In their college years. What does that mean? Like Wiccan and... Ho- oh, because they're young Avengers yeah. and they're still in like their high school years. Yeah, but they're so still drawn kind of hot. So um, who's the top and who's the bottom? Hulkling has to be the top. Duh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's versatile. Uh, yes. Because he's just a shapeshifter. That's true. Right. He can do whatever he wants. Wiccan is obviously a bottom. <laughs> I don't know about that. Sometimes those tall, skinny guys can have nice big so, legs. Or even like his, his twin brother, Speed. That'd be kind of fun, too. So Steven gets to be Lucky Pierre and Wiccan in a Hulk wing sandwich. <laughs> a Lucky Pierre is the person in the middle? Yep. <laughs> I'm not sure that phrase is still in use. It's not? I don't think I so. I still use it. I've never even heard that term. <laughs> well, when you have like a tandem bicycle and there's like three people, the one in the middle is the Lucky Pierre. <laughs> The more you know. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> All okay. right. I'll just do my list real quick. Um, Iceman yeah. is the top. Okay. I mean, the, the top on my list, not the top <laughs> with me. But now that once we started discussing, I guess it's more like Bobby than mm-hmm. Iceman that I'm actually into. Yeah. Um, because I wouldn't want to have sex with a snowman, no. basically. It just sounds uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do a snowman? <laughs> do you want to do a snowman? Um, Sunspot yeah. is next because he's a hot fucking Another Brazilian. Bobby. Oh, I always get hot spot and, and sunfire confused. Wait, sunspot. Sunspot, sunspot. and sunfire? sunfire? The Japanese sunfire one? Is the Japanese, Japanese one. Yeah. Sunspot Brazilian. is the I don't know what he looks like. Mutant. He looks very Japanese. Does he? It's like the same power. <laughs> um... And then Havoc is on my list. Mm-hmm. I must have a thing for blondes. Why are you copying me? Because <laughs> they're hot. Um, Hawkeye, specifically from his latest series, because they're, I would have to admit, there's something about those cocky guys. Yeah. You know, and in the, and, uh, in the latest Avengers, um, you know, pro- promos for the movie, he's the one that's turned around sort of so- showing his yeah. ass. Uh-huh. And I love that whoever made that decision to, to yeah. you know, to put that in there... Because that, that was what Black, you know, the well, Black Widow got a lot of flack. And we should mention the Hawkeye Initiative, which I think a lot of uh, gay people might know. But it's where they take... Um, they, they take... Poor uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, they take a, an image of a female character in a comic panel or something and change it to be a male character wearing a similar costume. Usually it's Hawkeye. <laughs> well... But yeah, with that this one, it's, it's always Hawkeye <clears throat> and some, like... Female pose. Yeah, so you can see a lot of, of pictures in this Hawkeye initiative of Hawkeye like showing his ass in this like skimpy thong. How do you think he became this sort of like the de facto <clears throat> spokesperson for this kind of gender role reversal? I'm not sure. I'm sure there's a story behind it, but I, I have a feeling it has to do with that uh, the Marvel, the from when the first Avengers came out, when that poster that came out where all the guys were. Like, and then Black Widow was the only one like showing her ass. Well, no, that I get, but the fact that Hawkeye is the one that now. So I think that because of that poster, then there was a fan art of like where they did the reverse, Uh and I think it sort of stemmed from that. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure about this. So if any listener actually knows the true story of the Hawkeye Initiative, please let us know. (laughs) We'd love we'd love to hear it, and we'll share the story. Do you think Hawkeye is the Nightwing of uh, the Marvel? Like (laughs) everybody just loves his ass so much, and he's become just an object of affection. Kinda. Yeah, I think people just want to like fuck him and leave him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, my number one hot guy in the Marvel universe is Jamie Madrex, and that for me, not only is he cute, like the way that his character is drawn, Mm -hmm. but if you ever feel like having a threesome, all he has to do is just clap his hands. You just have to slap his ass. And there's another one right there. And you know what? If you don't like the personality of that one, just get another Slap one. Slap him again. <laughs> so. Shut up. Well, so now... Wait, we... I didn't do my list. You didn't do your list? No. Oh, I'm sorry, bitch. It's time for the daddy list. Oh, yes, you're right. We had all the young blondes. I'm, I'm sort of like the twink list. You're I right in the middle. I forgot about cable. I didn't include oh, cable. Oh, I want to go back and do one. Well... <laughs> I'm going to do an honorable mention of North Star. We ha- we have to mention oh, North Star because yeah. North Star is the first out gay character in mainstream yeah. comic books. Could you um, fuck somebody with ears like that though? Yeah, I wouldn't mind the ears. That's what you would grab onto. I have a, I have a feeling because he's a speedster mm-hmm. that he would not be the one getting fucked. He's probably the one that would be like and that hurt? No, he's just like one of those like bottoms on crystal meth. Harder, harder, harder. Faster, 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 faster. 
Yeah. It must um, grind his teeth really fast. Yeah. So so Norse Norse are not like totally my type, but I had to just give a mention because mm-hmm. he's cocky and awesome and yeah. you know. And he's since he came out, he's become a more popular character than he ever would have been if he hadn't come out. And he's French, so he's got a big dick. Well, he's French Canadian. Still has a big dick. You ever seen <laughs> French Canadian porn? We. 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 Mon Dieu. We. That's what it sounds like. They've got big dicks. <laughs> They're gorgeous. All right, so getting into my list. Oh, yes, daddy list. Number five, Magneto. Silver daddy all the way. Wow. Big and buff, at least in the comics. Obviously, Ian McKellen is not big and buff. And... Uh, but young Magneto, kind of hot. Yeah, well, yeah, and Magneto's oh, been deep. Fastbender? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not a big dick. Okay, now that we mentioned Fastbender, I have to <laughs> <laughs> do a little aside because I have come up with a scale. It's called the Fastbender scale. Whenever you're like talking about a hot guy, like an actor or somebody, you know, or, oh, look at that guy over there, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I bet he's like a 0.8 on the Fastbender scale. What is, we, well, what is Fastbender on the Fastbender scale? Fastbender is a perfect 1.0. Oh, wow, that's a low range. So that's so the 1.0 is basically Michael Fassbender's dick, which is sort of like perfection, as we've all seen from I don't know, Shane. It, looked, it looked more like a 10.5 movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> 1.0. So then if there's anything above it, then that's like probably monstrosity. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's anything, you know, anything below, like a 0. 0.8 or 0.9 is like, damn. Damn. You know, so. Okay. Feel free to use the Fassbender scale. Fast Copyrighted scale. by Adam Noel. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, number four is Doctor Strange. Silver Daddy. Got a little salt and pepper in the beard and the hair. Doctor Strange love. Ah. Yes. Um, looking forward to seeing Benedict Cumberbatch, what he'll do with the role in the movie. He's a great actor. He's a great so actor. They good. could have gotten somebody hotter. I think they could have gotten somebody that, yeah. I He wasn't my first choice, but he's a great actor, so mm-hmm. I'm happy to see what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Number three is Luke Cage. He's so buff. I can't wait for his show. Oh, I can't either. Yeah, considering and, how good Daredevil is, the yeah. other ones are going to be fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. Jessica Jones is going to be awesome, too. Yeah. Oh. But Luke, the thing about Luke Cage is that, you know, he's like a, you know, kind of a badass brawler. But he's so sensitive too. When you like, he's like a marshmallow, you know. Like he's got this Big literally tail. impenetrable skin, with like this like sweet guy on the inside. Um, number f- two is Juggernaut. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Kane Marco. Oh my goodness. With as big as Juggernaut is. How- He's got to be a 2.0 on the Fassbender scale. I don't know. Some of those big I think guys. Just like Juggernauts. Nuts. Yeah, Juggernauts. Juggernauts. <laughs> <laughs> and my number one is Hercules from the Avengers. Oh my! Did you ever see the the Ultimate World where it's like Hercules and Wolverine were a gay couple? No. And like Wolverine had like a big mustache and gold claws. <laughs> nice. Gold claws. Yeah. Awesome. But the... it's a real thing. <laughs> But Hercules is, is really hot, he's hairy, he's buff, and, and the reason I put him as number one is because he actually died a few years back in the Avengers. I don't know if he's been back yet. I think he has. But they had a funeral where they there was like all these women like that basically like had slept with Hercules, you know, and they were sort of like talking about, oh, I miss blah, 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 blah. But then like when they were all like, oh, me too... North Star was one of them. <laughs> really? So Hercules is bisexual and had sex with North Star. Awesome. Yes. Well, he is a demigod. And he can do whatever he wants. Exactly. Well, and of course She-Hulk. Anyone that... Right. Both Juggernaut and Hercules had sex with She-Hulk. So, I mean, she's like the best. So. She can really take a pounding. Yeah. <laughs> and give one, I'm sure. <laughs> That's all. She-Hulk's pussy power. <laughs> I just remembered one from back in the day. Whenever, um... During, uh, I think it was Age of Apocalypse, uh-huh. when they had X-Man. Oh, yeah, Nate Gray. Yeah, he was hot. Yeah. Even though he's missing an eye. He was like the young version of Cable. It, he yeah. had an eye. He had an eye. Mm-hmm. He didn't have that shiny... It wishing. was shiny, but it was, he was still there. He's still around. Is he? Yeah. He, he doesn't have an ongoing series anymore, but he's still in the Marvel Universe kicking around. Just waiting. Yeah. Waiting to be used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> waiting to be used up and thrown away wet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now comes that part of the show that we all love. 
where we talk about what made us level up. I'm gonna start with Steven again. <laughs> Yay! This Loki made me level up. <laughs> is that a good Yay! surprise? It was. I'm, good. I'm really surprised. My other one is that I made my first custom Funko Pop. Yay! Sub Zero. Awesome. And you buy it blank. You buy it blank, and then I bought the Super Sculpey, and I molded it, and I cooked it in the oven, and I painted it, and I was all done. Sub Zero. He's super cute. Are you gonna put a picture of that up on Facebook? I think I on my website I made a whole like how I did it and I took uh, pictures and steps. On awesome. It. What's your website? StephenHGarcia.com. StephenHGarcia.com. Dot com. I'll do an extra post and I'll put a picture of it. Yeah. Send me a picture. Yes. Yay. And the website there's like the picture of the final one and then a slideshow of like my steps and awesome. then my, my directions. Cool. Who's next? Um, what was my other one? You want to make a scorpion? I want to, oh yeah, I want to make a, mm-hmm. oh, what do you want to do? Uh, Ermac, and then Smoke, and then maybe Scorpion. Scorpion's always been on my bottom of the list. <laughs> Ermac? Ermac, he's the red one. Ermac? Mm-hmm. That's his name? Mm-hmm. How do you spell that? E-R-M-I-C. Ermac? What's his power? He has like telekinesis. That's a is, very... is he one, the, one of the he's Scorpion's the, Sub-Zero yeah. swaps? He's a, yeah, he's the Red Ninja. Oh. Um, but later on, they made him more like a Darth Sith type thing. Oh, I see. So yeah. he, he, he looks pretty badass in the new one. Cool. Cool. All right. So you have more than... Was that the... I thought you had another one. I did, but I can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, the... I remember what it was. You did the cover art. Oh, yeah. I did the, the, the artwork for Wendy Ho's new single. Do you know, hey. do you know Wendy Ho? No. Is Wendy Ho an actual drag queen, or is she doing like she's, a Victor Victoria where she's a woman who... She's dra- a woman. She's a woman. Yeah, she doesn't... She's just very gay-friendly. But she does a lot of drag shows in she, the LA area, right? She, uh, like, hosts them. Like, she yeah. doesn't actually oh, do yeah. drag, but she, she's part of that community, like, where she does performing. But she she's, performs her own songs. And she's, she's like, animatronic. Really, yeah. She sings really well. And her songs are funny as fuck. Yeah, they're all parodies of other songs, but they're Is she really the one raunchy. that does, you can fuck me in yeah. the yeah. bedroom? Yeah. Okay. She's good stuff. And so her latest single, do you remember what it's called? All About That. All dot, About dot, dot, dot. That or Dat? Dat. Dat. D-A-T. So, all but, About but, That. Yeah, the song is like, all about that dick. Like, oh, dick. Of no vagina. <laughs> oh, please. Girl. It's really funny. And you did a great cover for it. Yes, it's, it's fun. Her about to eat a hot dog. <laughs> in the background. Awesome. Yay, good. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. All right, I'll go next. But I'm going to change things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because... Well, I had a lot of things that made me excited, like my tax return. Yeah. The thing that stuck out to me the most this week made me level down. <laughs> it's that Fox announced that they're remaking Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show, God. which is one of the stalwarts of my uh, upbringing. It's, it's how I <clears throat> was able to escape my life. Oh, I'm getting angry. Yeah. When I was growing up in a Christian household, uh-huh. sneaking out at night to go see Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Actually, I never got to sneak out. My brother and I shared a bedroom. I have a twin. And so we were too afraid to both leave. <laughs> and so one night I let him go. We're like, okay, you'll go this time. I'll go next week. Uh-huh. And so, but I couldn't sleep. Because I was so nervous about our parents coming in. Little oh, did I know they were just fucking asleep themselves. Right. But he, you know, left out the bedroom and and uh, and then we never went back the next week. So I've uh-huh. been a, obviously I've been a couple of times since. In fact, that's where you and I met, Adam. Actually, that's so funny. Yeah, Mark and I met at the Hollywood Bowl. Hollywood Bowl, Rocky Horror Picture. I think it was the twenty fifth or thirty. It was an anniversary. It was an anniversary. Yeah. Um, sing along, sing along, and I had yeah. a boyfriend that bought me the tickets, uh-huh. and then got embarrassed when I sang along. What? And did all the lines because uh-huh. I knew all the lines, but he was so like reserved and proper yeah. that when I would, you know, I can't even remember the particular line. I just anyway. So it was so funny because Mark actually sat in the row behind me, and then we didn't meet again till years later, and we were like, wait a minute, like we we sort of put it together that we met that time. Well, it was through Sam. That's exactly right. Yeah, we had a mutual friend. We had a mutual friend. friend. Oh, yeah. Okay. And but Adam and I met at a singing gig, uh-huh. and just got along. Nice. Really well, and so yeah, and then didn't realize until after we'd become friends that we had met like years before at this Rocky Horror Picture Show gig, that's and funny. that was 
And that was my actual first Rocky Horror audience participation. And I was dressed. I was ready. Oh, yeah. You guys were all wearing, like, crazy wigs and stuff. <laughs> I just don't see... Apparently, they they think that they can just use the original script. They said they're not going to change the script. Okay. That, that it wouldn't get an R rating nowadays. That it's considered relatively tame. Yeah. That's probably true. Um, so, all it needs is a little trim. Well, and it's going to be... <laughs> Which, I mean, that's why guys like it, because it's got a little trim. <laughs> right? But it's going to be on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be on regular broadcast. And yeah. so you can't, there's a great scene where Frank puts Brad's legs up in the air. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like, is that one of the trims that they're going to do? Right. Not to mention, anybody that takes that role is going to want to sound like Tim Curry. And I almost wish that they would just pick, like, fucking Grace Jones or something. Go oh, my God, that would be amazing. You know it's going to be Neil Patrick Harris yeah. or An- Andrew Rannells. Andrew Rannells. Who's that? The New Normal from Book of Mormon. Ugh, I hate that queen. <laughs> I don't hate him as a person. Hey, he lives in my neighborhood. I don't hate him as... I don't know him. I don't know him. What I do know is that The New Normal... Oh, yeah. ...bugged the fuck out of me. I, I, I could not get into that show. That wasn't because of him. That was because of Ryan Murphy. Maybe. <laughs> that kind of character is not... Did you fart? Or was oh, that the cat? Oh, it was your leg. I thought it was my cat farting. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> thing. Okay, but the Rocky Horror Picture Show, like, this, it's so stupid. I mean, what could be, like, how could they improve upon the original? You know, it may be just a way to renew the rights. That's true. Because they've been, you know, it's been out for... 40 years now. Oh 40 so, years! 1975, you're right. And they've been making money off of it that entire yeah. time. Because they, you know, many theaters still have it. It's still They do it at the art theater down the street from, from me. Yeah. Uh, here in our beautiful Long Beach studios. Uh, they do it every weekend. Mm-hmm. And it still brings a lot of people in. You know, it's a good little cash cow. So. But for me, the first thing I thought of was like... Tim Curry's performance is like Oscar worthy in that movie. I yeah. don't care what people say. He's so brilliant. Like, it's just, what's even the point? I mean. So I'm not going to shy away in the future of do. I'm not going to be the one to do a level down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me like too much of a Debbie Downer. Wah, wah. But, you know, if something happens, it makes me upset. There's nothing better than listening to a nice little rant. <laughs> you know, during a show. Did so, you know that feline AIDS is the number one cause of cat death in cats? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well why don't we end on a high note? Wait, I didn't do my level up! I know, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> do your level up and bring us out on a high note. Alright, well, um, I want to say, with my first level up, it hasn't happened yet. Game of Thrones starts tomorrow. Mm. I can't wait. Oh, no. Sun, no, wait, it is Saturday. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow is Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts tomorrow. I can't wait. So, But I can't say anything about it because I haven't seen any of the new season yet. So right. that's it. Hey, anticipation. But my Marvel theme for a Marvel themed episode level up is that on Marvel Unlimited, I read the first eight issues of Ms. Marvel. The new Ms. Marvel. Oh, yes. Oh, it was featuring uh, Kamala, Khan Kamala Khan as the teen uh, female Muslim... A superhero and um it's not perfect but wow it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed it she's such a great character um she's a good student gets like good grades you know doesn't fit in with the popular kids sort of like how a lot of the superhero characters teen superhero characters tend to be yeah she writes her own fan fiction she writes her own like <laughs> avengers fan fiction so that's why she's called miss marvel is because when she gets her superpowers the she instantly turns into a version of ms marvel oh because that's her hero yeah <clears throat> um so she then takes the name of ms marvel because now the ms marvel carol danvers is captain marvel mm. but um it was it was a lot of fun. The animation, or the animation, the artwork was really great. Um, the woman, the editor that shepherded in that book, mm-hmm. is now the head of character development at Marvel. Good, because Good. that book has sold so well. So the sort of the the as as they're calling it at DC, the Batgirlification of all of their books. Uh-huh. Marvel is doing something sim- similar along the lines of their Ms. Marvel character because she has been so popular. Mm-hmm. And she's like a top-selling girl book, you know. Yeah. That they're they want to bring the rest of the universe more in line with that yeah. readership. But without spoiling too much, um, she basically gets her powers from a terrigen bomb. 
So which mm. makes her technically an inhuman. Uh, so, so there is this rumor going around that the Agents of Shields is going to get a spinoff, and it and part of the rumor of the spinoff is that it might be part of like they might add in Miss Marvel as Ooh. as one of the Inhumans. Oh my god! The oh my god, that would be great actually. But uh, I, yeah, because they're, they're jumping right to Captain Marvel, so they could totally do the Miss Marvel business. Oh my god, there are so many shows though that I think that they should, Marvel should do. Jessica or Jessica uh, Drew would be a great one. Yeah, the Spider Woman would yeah. be great. She's there are we're already getting our Jessica Jones, the AKA Jessica Jones. Yeah. Oh my god, that's yeah, but that's a different Jessica Jones. I know. I know. Keep going, Jessica Jones. And Jessica There's Jessica Drew. Jones and Jessica Drew. But I think like X Factor with Jamie Madrox would be a wonderful TV great show. Great noir mystery. Great noir mystery detective show could be uh, procedural even. Yeah. You know? Um, I think Runaways would be a great teen. Yeah, that's the, the other show. rumored spinoff. Yeah, they've been talking about that one for a while. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great properties <sighs> out there that have been used that could really do they, something awesome. They should do Young Avengers. Young Avengers would be cool. Yeah. It could be hard on a TV budget, though. Yeah, I don't. You know, I hear them like TNT is doing Teen Titans and mm-hmm. all this stuff, and I'm I, I admit I'm very skeptical of a good Teen Titans. But it's the the era people. Again, I'm very skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> I love Flash, but I'm not mm-hmm. a huge Arrow fan. I think I Flash Arrow. has been awesome. Yeah. Arrow's too angsty for me. I think because like once they were like you can use powers, they're like okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And since since Teen Titans, it's all about like. A mixtures of powers mm-hmm. that could be really fun wait why are we talking about DC this Sorry, is a Marvel, Marvel episode podcast. You, can, uh, you can cut all that out right we do we, maybe we should do a DC episode oh we'll definitely do a DC one yeah. although the talking about the DC games would be a lot shorter we should do our DC episode when the new Arkham game comes out which is supposed to be within the next year no that'll be is fun is it June or July Supposedly, we we can't say for sure because a lot of times this stuff gets pushed back. But yeah. hopefully this summer, oh. and maybe we'll have more news because we'll have representation at E three this year. Yes. Hopefully, all of us, but at least Stephen will be there. Oh sure. yeah, we have to look into that. Yeah, we have to figure out for going. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, and on that note, that's all the time we have for this week, and we want to wish you a marvelous. Uh, time at your house or whatever the fuck you're doing and let us know what you think until next time game game on on.